Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Hey guys, welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast once again. Uh, I'm Dr. Christopher Huffpower, coming to you from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. And um, I'm really excited to introduce you yet again to, um, to my guest, Joe Mayo. He has actually been a perennial guest here on the Dear Doc Podcast. He has a lot to offer and uh, just really a cool guy to, to kind of hang out with. Now, Joe, we were just talking before I, we got on here and you are about to have to run your, your kiddo to school uh, yeah. Why haven't you just yanked them out and started start doing homeschool? Or you just uh, you just need some time alone without the family or what? You know, I, I, I've always believed in hiring the best people suited for the job. I mean, I've thought about the, the homeschooling sides of things and uh, doing a private tutor. I, I actually, uh, when, when COVID first started, I was a stay-at-home school teacher myself, and I'm just not the empathetic soul that is, uh, <laughs> that is yes. there for it. <laughs> and uh, um, you know, you, you definitely want what's best for your kids. And I, I love the social aspect of schools. I, I have a profound respect for what teachers do. Um, and just there, there's certain people that are right for the job, and 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 it's just uh, not myself. Um, well, you know, you, you say that, you say that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call you on something here. You're not <laughs> the right person to teach kids, perhaps. But I, I have to say, you are certain extraordinary. You're an extraordinary <laughs> teacher when it comes to teaching dentists, and that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to have you here on the podcast. You know, one one of my favorite things that you say is that there's two reasons to go into business, and one is to make money, and one is to make a difference. And you'd always, I believe, uh, believe a quote, and I could be wrong here, is that you'd always prefer your business does both. So, talk yes. to us a little bit about that philosophy. And, and how you came to that. And then, uh, then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about this most recent thing you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, um, and we'll certainly talk about uh, the, the teaching sides of things there. Um, you know, your question there about business, uh, it's, it's such an incredible thing and an incredible difference maker in the world. And, um, you know, businesses, I've always believed, are created for two reasons. And, you know, number one, make it make a profit number two make a difference and that profit just allows you to make more of a difference and it really gets you to the why you're doing what you're doing um business is tough business is really hard particularly in times that are happening right now um and if you don't have a significant why behind what you're doing then you know it's very easy to get off your path and want to do something different. It's very easy to um, not show up as, as your best self. But if you can keep that why behind what you're doing, whether it's your kids, a difference in your community, um, a variety of different things, then you can then then you can get through the hard times. And and I think that's what people lose sight of a lot because you know it's one thing to make money, but that's part of the story mm -hmm. money only really allows you to be more of what you already are so if you're a jerk before you make money when you make money you're going to be a bigger jerk if you um you know are a nice guy beforehand and then you get money you're going to make an incredible difference in this world and so that's really why you go into business you know you don't you don't go into business just to only be the nice guy i mean you you are there to make a profit um, you know, I mean, if you want to just be the nice guy and not make any money, I mean, I mean, start a charity. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't have a problem with that, but I think people get confused of, you know, what charities are and what businesses are. Um, and there's certainly a place in this world for both. And, and this is in, in, in full disclosure, this is a, this is a chat you and I have had over, uh, over sometimes copious amounts of alcohol, uh, yeah. just kind of <laughs> talking about the world in general and the way that people think. And um, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. There, there's a place for all things, but you have to understand what it is you are. And I think that there's a lot of people out there who maybe they, um, they're a dentist and um, they, they feel that they have these great gifts and that they should share them with people. But at some point, they, their focus becomes diluted. 
And Mike McCallowitz is uh, very famous for saying um, that there is oftentimes a direct correlation between diluted focus and a diluted bank account. And I think what ends up happening is that these people begin to think about these gifts that they have and they somehow develop this like almost shame if they're getting paid to use them. And I, I think yeah. that's a very damaging thing um, that, uh, that a lot of practitioners go through. Um, it, they, yeah. they, they go from intellectual empathy to emotional empathy. And they begin to think that they're their patients and they, they want to make a change in their lives by injuring themselves. Yeah. Well, you can, you can certainly make a difference with your money. I mean, the thing that was so great, I mean, if you're able to take care of your business, okay, this, this is the philosophy that we ran. We did a charitable day or two every year, okay? And in four years, we gave away a little over, I think it was a little over $550,000 worth of free dentistry. Absolutely. And, and dentistry and supplies. And the only reason we were able to do that is because we ran an efficient business. But I, I look at it this way. My, my job as a business owner in the community is to contribute to the productivity of everyone around us. And so, you know, we had 105 employees. I don't, I mean, countless vendors. You, you think about the difference that we made in people's lives. We were able to, you know, keep people's lights on in their houses. We were able to um, bring that off there. We were able to, um, you know, make people put food on their tables. Our vendors, we kept other businesses afloat um, as a result of us running an efficient business. Not to mention, above all, we provided like the health towards our community. I mean, how many people were able to go to work and be productive members of society because their mouth wasn't hurting or their, you know, their health was getting taken care of? And, you know, how many relationships did we form because, you know, we were able to make people smile again? You know, I mean, like that, that's the thing, like dentistry is just, it's, yeah, drill and fixing teeth is one component, but the humanistic component to what you're doing when you're running a business is far more valuable than plugging a hole in a tooth. And, and I think that's where people lose sight of what they're doing. Um, I mean, we had the first day that we did a free dental day, it was our, we called it our smiles for success day. And it was, you know, the, the one day a year free dentistry. And we had people literally lined up at like three o'clock in the morning. It was, it was like we were giving away iPhones. It was crazy. And they were lined out the door. We did it in three of the eight offices and we mm -hmm. had multiple doctors just, just working that day. And it, it was one of the most rewarding days that we could have ever received. It, it was amazing. We, you know, got a big letter from the governor, you know, for our contributions to the community. It turned into an incredible marketing effort. I mean, I don't know how many new patients we got as a result of it. And it, it just, it, it spiraled all out, but it came back to our ability to do that was from us running an efficient business in the first place. Absolutely. So I, you know, when people can't confuse the two, but they well, do. And there's something, there's something in what you're saying there. First of all, Dentistry is chaos theory's butterfly effect because every single small action that we undertake has broad consequences. But in listening to your story about how you did these free dental days, um, you wouldn't have gotten new patients and you would not have gotten a letter from the governor or any of those things if you didn't believe, as I do, in good works well publicized. If you just did this all on the down low and asked people not to tell anyone and you didn't actually make a marketing thing out of it, my, mm -hmm. my, my, my feeling is you really wouldn't have gotten the same effect. And it, guys, it's okay to do that. It's okay to do something yeah. good for someone and to say, I did this good thing. It doesn't make you a bad person. No, it's, I mean, th that's the thing. I mean, you, you can certainly capitalize. I mean, you, you can do anonymous donations. I mean, I, you know, like I, I do those on a, on a personal level, like all the time. I mean, I'll, I'll sit there and, uh, you know, contribute to this guy's cancer campaign or this one's or things, things like Absolutely. that. I mean, you, you can certainly do those on a personal level and there's nothing wrong with being anonymous uh, when it comes to the health of your business and you're doing things for the community. I, I think it's, you know, I think you're doing an incredible disservice by not letting everybody know the value you're creating in the world. Absolutely. And what that does come from, um, honestly, is I, I personally believe that 
if you think that what you're doing is of value to those that you're serving, you have like a moral obligation to let people know. I, I really do because because I think I think you're too many people get limited by that, and so not enough people get served. I'm I'm going to go a step further than that and just see if you agree with me on this. Um, if you're not doing something that is of value, stop. Please yeah. find something that is of value to spend your life on, because if you're just going day to day and you see no real value in the things that you're doing. I can't imagine a more soulless, depressing, despairing place to be in life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's sad. I mean, it, there's so many people that go through this world just surviving rather than living. And it's, and it's, it's sad. I mean, you see the, uh, the, the place of the world right now and the chaos and everything that's going on and just all the nonsense and bullshit that's happening out there. I mean, I truly believe that, you know, we're put on this earth, you know, whether you're a religious person or not, irrelevant to me, you know, whether you're black, white, gay, straight, bi, I don't, I don't care about any of that. I just want to know if you're a good human being, look, I love you. You're put on this earth to serve other human beings. You're put on this earth to help your fellow man out. And we, we have just such a sense of entitlement and individuality right now and what's in it for me and I've got to, you know, do this for this, this, and this. Like, I, I have no problem with people wanting to do something and get a gain in return. Mm -hmm. But the way that you do that is you focus on serving other people first. You know, if, if you keep that in mind, then, then, then you're going to be just fine. You know, Joe, you, um, you, you just gave me the perfect segue to something that I, I really wanted to talk to you about. And, and I wanted to share with people. And that is this new... MBA program that you've come out with. Um, you've kind of distilled your years in practice and in ownership into a few small classes where people can kind of develop the right mindset, which is super important, but also develop the right knowledge base to be able to look at their business in an honest, factual way. Because my feeling, and it's ironic that I'm saying it that way, my feeling is that most practitioners make decisions in their business based upon emotions and not upon numbers. I actually, I graph all of my numbers in my practice and I actually, I have set criterion. If a graph is going up, if a graph is going down, if a graph is going straight across that I do certain actions based upon that graph because it's the based upon the behavior of the data itself. I'm a super data driven guy. And I, I think most of us as dentists just aren't. And we make decisions in our practice based upon I feel busy versus yeah. I am profitable. So talk to me a little bit about that program and how yeah. it can help doctors to do the things they need to do so that they can actually have a measure of success and, and be able to help more people. Yeah. You, you touched on a great point there, and I hope people understand this. As humans, we are emotional beings. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? When it comes to business, if we want to ensure the success, we need something that is tangible, that is factual, and it's so easy with everything that's happening around us, patients, you know, staff members, whether they show up late, whether they show up even at all, how they're acting to each other, like it's easy to get wrapped up in the stressful days and let our emotions drive our behavior. But a real business owner, a real um, you know, leader guides by principles and it guides by facts. And so we, we had a thing in our practice where we wanted to look at our practice in a whole new way. It was 3D. You look, you look at your practice from 3D, data-driven decisions. Mm -hmm. If the data doesn't support it, you don't do it, okay? And I'm talking from a marketing perspective. I'm talking about from a selling perspective. You may think that you're the, the best marketer in the world or you know your vendor may think that they're the best, but if the results don't show it, mm -hmm. then you've got to make a decision to tweak it or get rid of it or do something different. If your production and your practice isn't where you want it to be, you have to see where the data is to support why your production isn't where it is. 
if your profitability isn't where it is so you can give more back to the community, what decisions do you make from the data? And, you know, there's, there's a point where you can get over analysis. I mean, I, I see some practices they're like, we track our data all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all they do. They spend <clears throat> hours, hours. When, when I took over one office, one, one of our eight offices, the lady that was the office manager. I, I, right? I know someone exactly like this. So you're cracking me up. I, I know exactly where you're going. She tracked and, and no fault of her own, but it was the previous practice owner. She would analyze data for seven hours. And it's like, look, I'm, I'm, you gotta be joking me. And so, you know, I see these consultants, I see these other business owners. There's, there's this fine, you know, amalgam, no pun intended of where you're supposed to, you know, manage your practice. And then you're just supposed to start doing. And because yes, you want to analyze the data, but then what are those simple actions that bring those exceptional results? And in this MBA course, I talk about, you know, and you've, you've looked at it, you've had people look at it. Mm -hmm. Things can be so complicated in business. It, It doesn't have to be, you can, you can take simple daily actions that will bring you those exceptional results. But what are those? I mean, it's, it's so confusing right now, especially with all the, you know, experts out there saying that, you know, you're supposed to do this, or you're supposed to do that. And, you know, you're trying to, as a business owner, treat patients and, you know, manage staff members. It's like, my God, like the chaos just becomes so much for people. Well, and there's, and there's so many touch points that everyone's talking about measuring and so many KPI and this and that and the other. And in my, in, in my humble opinion, there is only one KPI that makes any difference and all other ones branch from that. And that is net production. Whatever your profit is, whatever your EBITDA is for your business, that is the only stat that matters. Everything else is merely a contributing statistic. Yeah. And, and that, that can be a little confusing for people. I, I do want to take that, like what you said a little bit a step further at the end of the day, do you have, do you have money in your bank? Right. Do you have money in your bank account, you know, to do the things that you want to do. And that, that's different. That's different for everybody. Um, look, it's businesses, again, are there to make a profit and, you know, EBITDA and all these other terms and everything that, you know, people get into. Mm-hmm. Yes, hugely important. The majority of the people that are listening to this, uh, you know, this, this podcast here, they are trying to run a business. They're trying to be a technician. They're trying to be a manager. They're trying right. to, to wear all these different hats. Okay. And not all of them look as good in hats as you do, doc. Okay. Well, thank <laughs> like, you. You know, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, where do you put your time and attention? Well, you have team members that are there for you. You have people that can implement the ideas that you want to do, but what tools and resources do you give them? And, and look, it's, it's no fault of, of the dentists. Like, I mean, I, it's, it's, it, it's our nature, about- actually. It's not a fault. It's our nature. I think you, you actually referenced uh, Mr. Gerber's book there, uh, the E-Myth, because there's a CEO type, there's an entrepreneur type, I should say, yeah. there's a technician, and there's a manager. And a lot of times dentists confuse being a manager with being an entrepreneur. They're Completely not different. the same at all. No, 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 no. Be, being a manager, this, again, I, I like to break things down to simplicity because I want, I want to create a sense of control in this chaotic world. It's, it's, it's chaos. Bus, business can be chaos, but if you have a plan and you have a method of execution, it becomes super simple and super easy because then it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Like we just, where you, you get on this little easy step-by-step treadmill. And so managers, really what managers are, are they are there to hold people accountable to systems, the systems that you implement in your business. And in, in my, in my course, I didn't want to create this two year dependency type thing for people where it's like, I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to do every single little thing for you. No, I'm going to give you a tool that is going to be simple. It's going to be seven day program. That's like an hour to two hours every day. It's just a video 
where you print out stuff and you, hey, here's our systems. Let's put our team in charge of it. Let's hold them accountable to these daily things. And here's the thing, if you do, you know, five things right every single day for multiple years. Five more than you were doing before. Yeah, but here's the thing, you don't have to do 30 different things mm -hmm. in 30 different days. You can just do like, you know, five to 10 different things every single day, day in, day out, that consistency, that repetitiveness. And it doesn't have to be boring or monotonous. Like it, it can definitely be exciting, but it doesn't have to be as complicated as these consultants make it and these practice owners make it because that's what we've always been told. Like dentists, dentists deserve so much more credit than what they're given. You know I mean? I, I, I get tired of hearing, oh, well, you went to school to be a dentist. Let somebody else run your practice for you. Okay. Well, if, that, if that's the case and you have that mentality, I have no problem with that. Be an associate then. Okay. But if you want to be a business owner, be a leader, be a business owner, but utilize the right tools and, and understand that, I mean, look, people can do this. They just have to be taught the right things. And, you know, I, I kind of joked at first when we first started this uh, conversation here, Doc, that I wasn't like the right person for that job. I'm not the right person, as you said, to teach kids. I, I'm not the right person to teach fifth grade math on a daily basis. I can do it all day long. My passion's not there. No. Okay. It's, it's, it's not there. My, my passion is creating wealth in the community and bringing out the best in every single individual. And I, and I think teachers do such an incredible job with, with the kids. I, my, my kids go to some fantastic schools. Um, mm. You know, fortunately we haven't had the kind of lockdowns and breakouts and things like that uh, here in our state. Um, and so my kids are very well served going to their schools. But what's missing in our community, in our dental community, is true leadership and principles that are being taught to develop the business world so all of our communities can improve. I'm, I'm going to pick up on, I'm going to pick on, some, on something you said a little bit earlier here. And it's, it's really a common theme in a lot of our conversations. It's kind of, you know, you and I are both military guys. It's the KISS principle. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. And you know, a lot of the, a lot of the times that we're talking, you say, you know, the real simple way of looking at is blah. And I, I, I'm trying, I'm going to murder this. And I was really desperately trying to find the quote on my phone while we were talking here. So my apologies for looking away from the screen, but I know I'm going to misquote it. I believe it was Mr. Hunt of Hunt's Ketchup who said, find a simple thing and do it extraordinarily well. Yeah. The problem is, is that management of a practice really is a simple thing. I mean, most of our businesses are small enough that we can use a cash spacious accounting rather than accrual accounting because they're that small. Sure. And, and, and so, and if you don't know the difference between those two things, that's where you need to start. You need to start with basic business principles. But what mm -hmm. I find is that because of the fact that the secret sauce really is not all that secret and it's not all that technique sensitive and it doesn't have all that many ingredients, what people try to do is they try to mix it behind, you know, some sort of screen so you can't figure out exactly what's going on and they dole it out to you or they dole their, their ingredients out to you, you know, oh, this year we're going to give you this ingredient or, this, or maybe we're not even giving it at all. We're just going to sell you prepackaged sauce. That's what they're doing with business management. Is they're, they're trying purposefully to obfuscate what actually goes into it. They're, they're purposefully making it cloudy. They're purposefully making it difficult to understand because they know you already feel underconfident and they're preying yeah. upon that. And that is what disgusts me. And that's you one of the reasons I love your program. Yeah. You know, well, here's the thing. If you're doing your job as a consultant, you should work yourself out of business. You're putting yourself out of business because yes. you're helping people and they don't, they don't need to come back. Here's the thing. There's always going to be other people that need your help. And there's always going to be people that maybe need a little bit of help with implementation and stuff like that. That's not, that's not why I created this. Okay. I, I created this program to give you the tools to take. I mean, you can easily take your practice 10 X with this. I mean, for, for what you do, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be easy to, you know, 
implement. And, and the best part is, is you don't have to do the implementation. Yes, you have to hold people accountable to it because you're the business owner. Now, if you don't want to, if you want somebody else to hold them accountable, well then, hey, get a partner in your practice. There's, there's nothing wrong with that either. But you've got to keep things simple. And what we, what we always did in our practice, you know, dent, dental is, or, you know, practices all across all eight of them, all hundred plus employees, we, we went around this mentality, okay? It's a service-based business. That's what dentistry is. You have to serve other human beings first, okay? So market, schedule, treat, collect, refer, repeat. You and I have talked about that multiple times, mm -hmm. okay? Market, you gotta get butts in the door, okay? People need your services. The, it, it's, you know, you're not selling these terrible things out there. You're selling, you know- I'm, I'm sorry, did you, did, you, did you just use that four letter word? Yeah. Yeah. Sell. Yes, of course. <laughs> Everything in life is a sell, right? I mean, come on. Like, that's the thing. It's, I use lots of four letter words. That's, that's, that's one of them, you know? <laughs> I do too, and, but I don't use them on the podcast as much as possible. People get upset. Yeah. yeah you know, and that, <clears throat> that, Hey, that's fine. The, the thing is, is the world needs your services. And so you've got to tell the world about it. So you market to them, you schedule them a certain way. Okay. You treat them a certain way. And a lot of people think when you treat them, is it, you know, how you like diagnose and, and do the dental work? No, I'm, I'm talking about how do you treat, right. not just this Experience. part, how do you treat the entire individual? You know, about their, you know, got, got to get to know them about their family. Got to get to know them as human beings. What makes them tick? I mean, you're, you're trying to, you're, you're a doctor. You're not just treating that tooth. Like mm -hmm. your job as a human being and as a doctor, as a dentist, is to make this person's life better. I and am. you do that by understanding the entire individual, not just the tooth problem. So I actually, I used to bring my, my team with me to a lot of CE. And one mm -hmm. of the things I always would ask them, we'd stay in nice hotels. And I'd okay. tell everybody, go check out your room. Then I want you to come back and we're all gonna have a little meeting real quick before you guys go your separate ways and go have some fun before CE. And then I'll ask them, how do they treat you up front? Did they take good care of you? Was your room nice? And you know, they're all gushing because, you know, your team, I don't know if you've ever brought your team out to a nice hotel, but they don't usually stay in nice hotels. And so they're all freaking out and they're amazed. And then I'd, I'd stop them and I'd say, how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? Wouldn't it be amazing if we treated our patients the way this hotel treated you? Or if they had a crappy experience, you just turn that around. Yeah. You know? So it, it's super important. Well, you, you know what's interesting about what you just talked about there, okay? You're talking about treating your staff members, yeah. okay? Your, your audience is not just your patients. It's your team. Absolutely. It's your, it's your community. It's your vendors. It's, it's everybody. And, and your team is such a critical part to helping you deliver that service to the community. Why wouldn't you take them to nice places? Why Absolutely. wouldn't you? I mean, that's... We, we did those and, things. And, and if, you, uh, if you're not genuine and you're not the same person with your team as you are with your patients, your team will rat you out. I've seen it oh, happen. They'll, they'll know. They'll, they'll, they'll know. It, it, it's just, it's a matter of understanding, you know, being, you know, just having a, a, an entire sense of gratitude towards the people who help you be successful. Absolutely. But the reason why you can have gratitude for them and they'll, it, it'll be reciprocated is you're serving them first. Serve them first, they'll, they will return it. it. It does get lonely at the top. You know, it's, it's easy to be like, you know, God, my staff doesn't appreciate me. My, my team doesn't understand what I'm going through. My team, you, you know what? That, that happened to me several times throughout my career. But usually the reason why those individuals were acting the way they were is they either weren't on board with the culture it was my poor leadership or maybe the sense of direction I, I gave them wasn't what they were looking for at that time. Again, the focus always came back to how did I serve them first? And it was always about that. Well, one of the things that you always, always touch on, and it's, it's never something you say about yourself because you're so modest about it. You know, I, you and I have talked, neither one of us is an extremely modest person, but you're modest about this. You say that, that word doesn't get used too much with me, but no, I, it's, 
you're, go on. You're, yeah, you're I, very I like introspective. <laughs> and I think that in, in a huge way, that is one of the most stellar characteristics of a leader and what will make a leader the most successful. You, you said, this has happened to me several times in my career. And what that shows me is course corrections. I actually, one of the chapters in my new book is actually about sailing without a compass. You know, you set off in one direction, you're going to end up in that direction, but not necessarily where you, you, you meant to go with wind and tide. Your course of your ship changes over the years. And if you're not taking a sighting off of your sextant or you're not using your compass to make sure you realign your ship every now and then, you'll end up in a completely different destination that you attended to arrive at. And what that yeah. tells me about you is that you are the kind of person who looks to yourself first. Instead of doing this and pointing out other people's mistakes, you're pointing yeah. at yourself and you're asking yourself first, how did I screw this up? Was this my problem? Was it my leadership? And that is so yeah. important for being successful. It, it really is. I mean, at the end of the day, the only person that you can control is yourself. <clears throat> you know, we can talk all day long about the actions of our teams about, you know, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. Look, we've all been frustrated. We've all been there. You know, this patient didn't care about this or they, this patient didn't pay their bill. The only thing you can control is your reaction. We, we live in a very overreactive world. I, I'm, I, I've been very guilty of this before in the past. You know, it's, it's easy to get reactive upon things, but you know, at the end of the day, nothing's accomplished. I, I, I always used to tell my team this. When they brought me a problem, I said, look, you can bring me 10,000 problems. I don't care. But you better bring me 100,000 solutions. Yep, okay? Absolutely. Identify the problem, but your immediate focus better be on what are those 10 solutions and how can we work together to solve it? Cause I, I don't care how much we talk about the problem. I don't, I don't care what the chaos or COVID or, you know, this Republican or that Democrat or whatever, you know, top, top topic of the day is at the end of the day, we're, if we want progress, we need solutions. Absolutely. And, 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 and it's funny, it's such a cliche word. Everybody wants to talk about solutions. Like, Oh, we need solutions. We need to, okay. Who wants to provide them? Yeah, let's provide them. So here's, here's an interesting thing in our dental world. There's a problem with insurances overtaking things. There's a problem with big corporate dentistry taking over things. There's a problem with lack of fulfillment in our communities with the dental world. Okay. What do we do to make it better? Why is it that so many dentists, this great profession that we're all a part of, why are there so many people still getting burned out? Why are there so many people still feeling that frustration that our team isn't doing what we want them to do? Well, you know, why, why is this career? I mean, our, we have these skyrocketed student loan costs. We have these practices that are there where, you know, we're supposed to have the boat, the fences, you know, the white picket fence, the happy family, the, you know, everything that makes us, you know, whole on paper. Why is that lacking in so many people's lives? Like if, if you're truly doing like an introspective look, so many people are unhappy, but why is that? Now, the number one reason why it is that way is because people's minds, their mindset, they're too focused on what they don't have rather than what they actually have. Words of wisdom. It's, it, 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 is, it is so amazing. And, and I, I want to say that again. If you want, if you, it's got to start with the right mindset. And this is what I talk about in, in, the, in the dental course. Mm -hmm. You got to get your head on straight first. Now, you may not be where you want to get to. Fine. You can get there. But what it starts with is, Right here, right now, I'm grateful for what I have, okay? Now, I wish, look, I wish I would have bought Amazon stock 20 years ago, okay? I, I, I wish I would have done this or this. What good does You're that You're worthless as a human being and your life sucks because you didn't. I just wanted you to know that. Yeah, right? <laughs> no. But my, my point is, is like, it doesn't matter where you were at before. What matters is, is what you're doing today. So I, you know, you have it, you have it here today and it's like, okay, I'm grateful that I have this. I mean, my God, like these are white collar problems we're talking about here, doc. Mm -hmm. You know, I know. Did, did you put food on your table last night? 
because there's people in this world that, you know, lost a loved one last week and, you know, are sitting alone at the dinner table. Like be, be grateful for those small things and then, you know, start creating that plan to, to go forward. And that's, that, that's the thing, the beautiful thing about this course, we, we kind of keep coming back to this or, and I keep coming back to it. It teaches you those steps, those simple steps to go, okay, I'm here. I want to get to here. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So I am going to give you a challenge real quick. First of all, I want you to tell people how they can get a hold of this course. What do they have to do? Um, what do they have to sacrifice and to whom? Yeah. So uh, honestly, the easiest thing to do, www.thedocsedge.com. The I, docs. Feel like, I feel like I should do like that OxyClean, guys. I'm sorry, Joe. What was that email? What was that website again? Like, I, like I'm, you know, I, we're going we're gonna to print it up here for people, right? You know, it's T-H-E-D-O-C-S-Edge.com. Okay. I, it's so how to gain your edge again. You're a doctor, the docsedge.com. Okay. That's where you can find out all the time. It's the preview for all these individual things. Okay. Of all the individual courses, you can see it. Okay. It's, it's all right there. All right. Now, now no, here's, here's your challenge. Okay. My challenge. Go for it. You have eight minutes before you have to leave to go and pick up, go and drop your son off at school. Yeah. We can, we can do all this. What you got, okay. my friend. You have eight minutes to give us the seven day, we'll call it seven minutes for the seven day MBA. Go. The seven minute, seven day MBA. All right. I know you can be put on the spot. Look, you need to know about mindset. You need to know about marketing. You need to know about operations. You need to know about finance. You need to know about sales. Okay. You need to know what the big picture is uh, across your practice. And you need to know like what supplemental businesses can lead to your freedom. Okay. I gave you like, those are like the quick seven days right there. Mm -hmm. All right. And how do you put people in your chair and grow your practice so you have, this is the most important part, because this is what it's always been about for me. It's always been about freedom, but it's the freedom of time, it's the freedom of energy, and it's the freedom of money. Time, money, and energy. If you have those, what, Doc, what else do you need in your life other than the freedom of time, money, and energy. Relationships. Well, that's okay. But, but so here's the thing. You're I, I, you on, I, I gave you that one on purpose. Yeah. Okay. But so what, which I love, but see, so here's the thing. Relationships are probably the number one most important thing in this world is mm -hmm. it, it, to me, it, to me, they are to develop relationships. You need that time. Look, you, you and I, we've talked so much over, over the last year Oh yeah. Because we created that abundance of time in our lives to be able to have those conversations. When you're, when you're running around 24 seven, trying to fix your business, trying to fix your family, trying to do all these things, you're not being the best version of yourself. You know, so yeah, you said re relationships, but it's saying it in, in another way, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and to go, go one step further than that with you. I mean, I think I'm trying to remember the first time we talked, I remember we sat, I sat on the front porch it must have been four hours just uh, sitting in the porch swing, just chatting with yeah. you about business and the world. And it was just so refreshing because you were where I was heading. And yeah. um, I, I, was, I was just getting to a point where I was just, man, I was so excited. I want to tell everybody about it. And then other people were, were like, well, you're just bragging. You're, it's not. It's just you want to share what you've done with everyone so they can be there. And yeah. it was really great to be able to do that with you because I learned so much about the journey because you're, you know, a couple miles ahead of me on the road. Yeah. I, but we're, we're right all in this together. I mean, even the guys that are just getting started off in their practice, look, look, we we're all on the same path together. This is the, you know, this is a big information, you know, speedway here. It's just because, I mean, because my mom and dad happened to get a little bit started earlier in life with me than somebody else's. That's the only reason mm -hmm. why I'm further along the path. But I, the reason why I am where I am is because I had great mentors along the way. I mean, I had people that helped me out along the way. And, you know, your job as a contributing member to society is to make other people better. And absolutely. You know, I, I know, look, there's people that have done it 10,000 times better than I have. They, they're, they're great. There's people that are doing, it. you know, what, I, I'm pretty happy with where I am. 
Yeah. Okay? I mean, I'm, I'm 42 years old. I'm living a financially free life. And, you know, if I can take those systems that I did in one practice and replicate it into two and replicate it into three and four and, and, and do it over eight practices, people can take this and do it in one practice. Mm-hmm. And they can keep their mind focused on where it is. I, I was telling people here last week, and you know, we, we've sold you know hundreds of these courses. That's that's been great. And I've told people, look, give this gift to your team members. Let them watch it. You watch it with yeah. them, and just give them the stuff. I mean, it, the printouts are there, Doc. Every single day. Actually, one just- of the questions I was going to ask you is if you intended to do a little bit of a less detail-oriented course just for mm-hmm. team members, because some of this stuff is just absolute gold. I was, I was sitting there and I was making notes. Got to have a uh, hygienist watch this. Got to have office manager watch this part. Just like taking down the, you know, the, the time frames of when it was appearing. So yeah, I think that it's definitely something you need to watch, have, watch with your team or have them watch. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is it's, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be, you know, a handholding thing. It's, it's literally like, Hey, get everybody on board with this. And, you know, I wanted docs to, if they're going to be spending their time to do it, I wanted them to be able to get CE. You can get 12 CE hours uh, with that, which is, you know, great. I mean, we all need CE to keep our licenses up. So I wanted to make it valuable. I mean, how many CE courses, actual true business courses give you CE that are, that are worthwhile, you know, like there, there's, there's just not. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the consultants that are giving this advice, don't get CE from that either. <laughs> no. And, and here's, here's the thing. I mean, guys, like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here talking, you know, about like the success that we've had, but at the end of the day, like this is a service that I want to provide. I, you know, doc, you, you and I've talked like, I, I don't need this money right now. Like, I mean, I priced the course so inexpensive enough to cover production costs that it's like, I, I don't want the hindrance to be something that keeps people from getting this, you know? So we, we priced the course at 699, you know, with the 12 CEs, the people that are on this, do me a favor when you go to check it. So when you go to the website and you go to the checkout process, enter in TBOD, the business of dentistry. Okay. TBOD 200. That's going to get that. I get my own code. You actually didn't tell me. That's pretty cool. No, it's it's, seriously like I I just, this morning, I'm just like, how can we make this even like less expensive for people? Like just, just to create more value under 500 bucks. So it's going to be under $500. Everything that you need to know to run your dental practice. And you don't have to do it. It's literally like, give it to your team. And so if if, I've I've wasted more money than that. (laughs) Oh my God. My my kids, like like you you buy your kid an Xbox. What is that? Like four or 500. I mean, I guarantee you will turn this within a month or two. You'll turn it that you'll turn easily 10 times, if not a hundred times. And you, you have the course forever. It's there. Uh, If if you're a slacker like I am, because, and Joe, Joe has been picking on me about this. So he's not slacker. Come on. I, 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 okay. What if, what if I, I, I just pretend I'm so busy that I just haven't finished it yet? So I haven't yeah. finished the course yet. I, I am a good way into it and I'm finding mm-hmm. a lot of value. And um, you know, I've had that, it for like- Quite a few smart minds finish it though, that, that, that have talked to you about it. It's- Yes, absolutely, absolutely. No, no, and, and, and that's the thing. I, that's why I keep, I keep plugging at it. I, I, actually, I actually put it on my calendar yesterday um, which is why I called you. I called you yesterday and said, Hey, I need to interview you again. It's because I had just set up time slots every Friday to dedicate just to finishing your course and the Khan Academy course I'm taking now as well. Yeah. They, they've, they've got a lot of great, like, you know, free business courses that, that are great. The, the thing, the thing with this course, with my course though, is it's dentified. Like it's exactly, we took everything from the business world and just put it in systematic, approaches to dentistry. Well, it, it's it, the, honestly, what's nice about yours is it's kind of a one-stop shop. And this, this is the truth for me with great books. It's great articles. I'll read it and I make notes. I, what's below your screen here, what you can't see is I've always got a legal pad with me everywhere I go. And if I have a random thought, I jot it down. So a lot of times you'll see me during a podcast, I'll look down. It's because I'm writing and it's because I'm going to go and research that. And 
doing your CE for me has been like a rabbit hole because you'll mention something. I'll say, I know that quote, or I, I know I've, I've, I've read that before. Where was it? And I'll search that. And then I'll read their stuff again. I'll go, Oh man, this really frames it differently. So a lot of the things that I knew before and a lot of things I've read before, what's interesting to me is kind of taking a trip down your mind and the way that you think about these things. And we, we've talked about this before. We think a lot alike, but you have some very different perceptions about certain concepts than I do. And so it's been neat for me as you say something and I say, you know, I read that before and I'll go back and I'll read it again. I'll go, ah, yeah, I see what he's saying there. I didn't pick up on this the first time. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing that people need to understand that are listening to this as well. You don't have to reinvent the will. No, I, I, I didn't reinvent the will to the consulting world or MBA courses or anything like that. I, I, I took what I learned and I added my own flair to it and I added what worked for us. You know, not 100% of this course is going to work with everybody's particular circumstances and there's nothing wrong with that. But what you can take is you can take it, you can tweak it to learn where, you know, you want to be. I'm not, I'm not trying to form a cult here. Okay. I don't, you don't need to like follow lockstep and boom here. Now, <laughs> if, look, if you did, what would you, what would your cultist wear? Ooh, that's a great idea. Definitely a hat that you have on. Oh, and then, okay. All right. Depending on the individual, maybe we'd have like team uh, docs edge speedos or something like that. I don't know. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> that could get scary because there's some things you can't unsee Joe. Yeah. Well, that's why I said it depends on the individual. That's uh, <laughs> depends who's in our cult. Look, we're, we're, not, we're not trying to form a cult by any means. I, I want people to have a successful business. And right now I've got the freedom of time. I'm, I'm going to help people. I'm going to, I'm going to help them out. And you know, everybody who's ever sent me a message on Facebook, I'm, I'm answering them. Like, you know, I'm, I'm getting to those like that's, and look, if you're not happy with the course, I'll give you your money back a hundred percent guaranteed. No questions asked. If you don't find the value, like I, I'm honestly so confident in the course because I know it works. If you yeah. take them and apply the principles, it's worked in eight different of my practices. Like it, it's not like I got lucky with one thing, but I know these are things that people can do because they're so simple. That's, that's, that's what I, that's what I was trying to do. And you know, if you can learn how to get people in the door, if you can learn how to keep them, if you can learn how your team, it, you know, probably the, one of the best parts of the course that I think is the operations section and the, and the sell section. It's, it's what do you get your team to do on a daily basis? It's, it's kind of like a, you know, a, like a workout routine. We all know we're supposed to, like, if we want to be skinny, we're supposed to work out and eat right. But if somebody gives you a recipe and says, this is what you're supposed to do every single day, this is what you're supposed to eat every single day. And you know what? You can have somebody go get the groceries and cook it for you. Like it's pretty easy. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what this course is like. Your team can get involved in this. In fact, I, I didn't really realize how much your team could get involved with this until after the course. And then I, like after, after we made the course, I'm like, man, my team did all of this for me. And We're, I just, I just put the systems in place. <laughs> so when I, whenever I codify anything, um, and, and this includes making systems for my office or whatever, I always end up enriching myself because whenever I reread it, I think about it in the way that I've written it and I go, oh, I didn't see that before. Yeah. yeah. I almost always want to go back in time and say, Hey, stupid. If you do it this way to work even better. You know what I love about you, Doc? I mean, like in all your successes that you've had and the, and the contributions that you're making to the community, you know, there's confident people and there's arrogant people. Okay. Arrogant people stop learning, right? Arrogant people shut their ears down, things like that. I love confident people. I'll, I'll surround myself with the most confident people all day long, but confident people keep learning. And we're always learning on this path. Because I, like, I know there's certain things that I still need to learn to this day. I don't have all of the answers. And if you stop learning, you might as well keel over, man. I mean, what's the fun yeah. in all that? Well, that's, that's the thing. You've got, you're either growing or you're dying. And just because I, I got through and exited out of eight practices, you know, what's the next step? I was going to ask you are, you, are you planning now that you've gotten this, 
thing all set up? Are you going to go back and open another eight or 16 or? I, you know what? I'm, I, I don't think so right now. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Cause, and the only reason being is not because it's, it's just, it's not a huge passion of mine right now. Um, I've got some other non-dental business ventures that are extremely exciting to me that I'm, that I'm super jazzed up about. Just, um, just not that headphone one, right? <laughs> no, God, that was going to be such a good one though, too. I know, it's just, I know. the technology just wasn't there, unfortunately. And, and, uh, you know, we try to work out another conversation for another time, but, Absolutely. um, you know, this, this right here, this dental MBA course, to me, like this isn't like, again, this isn't a huge profit center, but what the amount of wealth that this course is going to create in the world is going to be extremely satisfying to me. Extremely, extremely satisfying. I know the difference it'll make. Um, I had set out a goal to sell a few thousand of these, um, you know, when we, uh, when, when we set up and we're, we're on a good start here. Um, I honestly, I had no intention of actually even doing any kind of, you know, consulting or teaching. But then, then I realized this, it, you know, you've, you write down quotes and things like this. There's, there's this saying, of course, you know, those who can do, those who can't teach. And there's a right. lot of truth that. But you know, what's really interesting, Doc, is the real, and I'm going to say, you know, ballsy people of the world, the real difference makers are the ones that can do and teach. They do both. And, and I do feel like that if you have a gift, if there's some sort of passion with it, like you, you should be, you should feel a, a moral sense of obligation to help the world out. I, I know without a doubt, any person that's listening to this, that I'm working with individually or anything like that, like I can sit there and help them through their business. But how do we have the largest impact on, on people and you know, this, this course is, is, is designed for that. And, you know, I, I got on these Facebook groups and I, you know, I got on your group and started like, you know, handing out systems, but it's like, man, how do I give them everything? Cause Facebook's such a tough spot to co coach somebody properly because there's no context. There, there's not enough emojis to, you know, to tell the feelings or to hear the passion or to, you know, the things like that. I, you know, people can, you know, often get so butthurt on Facebook because, oh, they, you know, some tough guy behind a keyboard said this, mm -hmm. you don't know what's going, going on in their day. You don't know if they're just doing it for entertainment. You know, I, I, I think the one thing that bothers me most about Facebook is everybody's an expert and, you know, everybody has a keyboard and everybody, you know, like people are going on there for some real advice. They're going on there yep. to get they're, they're actually having a legitimate concern and a legitimate problem in, in their world, even though it may be easy to the individuals that are reading it. It's, it's very real to that person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of terrible advice out there. There there's is a lot. What, of what bothers me the most is whenever somebody who's never had that situation mm -hmm. opines on it and yeah. the things that they're saying are illegal are immoral, are just bad business practice, horribly yeah. ill-informed. And there's no way to distinguish between that guy and this guy over here because they can say their numbers or whatever they want them to be. Yeah. You know, it, it, the proof in the pudding doesn't come out until someone buys your practice. You know what I'm saying? There's oh, the yeah. proof. Yeah, no, that is, well, and that's the thing, everybody, oh, you know, I did this, 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 and this. Like, I tell you what, I wanted a few extra zeros on the end of my practices. I didn't get them, <laughs> you know, but I, but I got enough zeros to be comfortable with exiting. And, you know, it, it's one of these things that comes back to, what do we do? How do we help the community? How do we serve each other? How can I utilize technology like you and I are using right now to, I mean, I have, I've had people that have bought this course all over the world. I mean, I had a guy buy it, you know, like, okay, like, like in Canada last night, Australia, it's like, where, like, where are these guys buying? Like, I've never met these individuals. Like, you know, thank you. I'm glad. And I hope they find a tremendous amount of value, but you know, what's so cool is again, coming back to, you know, as you talked about the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. You never know whose life you're going to be touching. Absolutely. On down the line. I, I always taught my individual team, you practice being the best version of yourself here. So when you go home, 
you're a better mother, you're a better father, you're a better sister, brother, church member, better outstanding member to the community. That's what this is about. It's yeah. not about just filling your pocketbook. That is a component. It is. There's it absolutely is. And there, there's, there's nothing that puts me, and that maybe this is a horrible thing, when you, when you can look at your bank account and you can say, I could stop. Mm -hmm. There is an amount of internal peace that comes with that. When, when you know, like we talked about this before, I'm at a point right now where I could retire. Um, 45 years old, you're 42 years old. Like I said, you're, you were a couple of miles ahead of me on the road. But the thing is, is there, there's such a peace that comes with that. And then all of a sudden you're like, retire. Who wants to retire? You, you yeah. have all this energy and this new drive and you go, what can I do next? Yeah. And that's the thing. Retire, that just means to be put out of service. Right. Like who the hell wants to be put out of service? Like, I mean, that's who, who wants to, I mean, people retire and then they die. <laughs> you know, like well, that's what, that's why you have to have multiple retirements, but well, that's, that's know, the thing. It's, it's you, you want to get to a place where work is an option, not mandatory. Right. Okay. And that's, that's what retire. Cause then, then the world's your oyster. What do you want to do? Okay. Well, I only want to make my practice for implants only. I don't want to see, I want to see, you know, two patients a day rather than, you know, the 30 I have to see. There you go. You know that is my life. It I comes it. back to that freedom of choice, that freedom of time, money, and energy. So, hey, you know what? I don't want to go to work this week because I'm going to go take a vacation with my kids and I have the financial means to do that. Or I'm going to go on a mission trip for the and, next two weeks and be fine with it. And more to the point, not just the financial means to do it, but also the systems in place that ensure the continuance of your financial well-being, And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people are going to learn from this. I'll tell you, Joe, I'm, I'm very envious in a way of, of your course. I know the few people that I've helped. It is so humbling to have someone reach out to you out of the blue and Facebook message, or they call you up and they say, I just wanted to thank you. And you're like, well, what did I do? Yeah. And you get, you, you saved my practice because of you. Um, I, I'm not going bankrupt. You know, I, I'm not going to lose my house. My kids have a, it, it's crazy the things that people will tell you. And it's just because of some very simple truths that yeah. if you hadn't thought to share, because they seem so simple to you because they're, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's what you do. Yeah. But until you see that need in others and you share your knowledge it, it's not out there for them. And it's humbling the change it can make and in, in, in the impact that it can, it can, it can create. Well, well, Doc, and that's, you know, I, I don't think people who are in your position enough get thanked enough. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you, tr if you personally truly realize the impact that you've had. I mean, you, you know, e even with the business of dentistry and this, you know, this Dear Doc podcast that you have, the amount of voices that you have reached, the amount of relationships that you have put together, uh, unbeknownst to you. I mean, you, you will never know the full impact of what you have done. Okay. I used to take a lot of pride in having put this together, but I've come to realize how important it is. Like you said, the relationships, um, people like you and, um, Glenn Vaux and others that I've met, how important it's been to me and what I've gotten from it, um, just um, emotionally, monetarily, of course, but emotionally and friendship-wise, it's uh, it is ha it has been its own reward in and of itself. And if I've managed to impact lives on the way, then that that's that's amazing and humbling. But yeah. um, well, I'm just being me. Yeah, but see, I mean, this, this business, you know, that you have created, I mean, it comes back to what we originally started talking about here. How do you make the most difference, you know, and, you know, make profit so you can make more of that difference? That's what you're doing. I mean, you're, you're making an incredible difference in this world. I mean, it, you know, and dentists can do it in their own way. You're doing it through 
you know, the business of dentistry and your Dear Doc podcast and all the other business ventures that you have going on, huge, tremendous impact on the community and the people's lives that you're touching. It, you know, what we tend to do as humans is we tend to look at, oh, well, I want what he has, or, oh my gosh, look what, look what Dr. Chris Hoffpower is doing. You know, he's, he's doing all these amazing things. I want that. Be happy with where you are and the impact that you can have in your circle. That will absolutely be enough. Yep. It will absolutely be enough. And then when you do that, when you maximize that impact, go on to the next step. Then go on to the next step. It's, it's not a matter of, of ever being unsatisfied with, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people often mistake me for not being satisfied. No, I, like, I'm satisfied right now. I'm probably one of the happiest people on this earth. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the most optimistic person. But I was there when I was in dental school. As much as I hated dental school, the enthusiasm for life and the optimism towards life and the things like that, like that's, it came from recognition of the gratitude of where I was. And you know what, I've got this, you know, I've got supportive family. I had a great girlfriend at the time. Like I have this going on or this, you know, I, look, I've, I have the ability and the, and the mind power to be in dental school rather than this teacher ripping my ass apart. Right. Like it, it, it's all about that mindset and being like, okay, I have this, not I want to get there. there. There's nothing wrong with having the vision and the goal and things like that of wanting to get there. But be content with your on right now, put a plan in place and just enjoy the journey. Because at the end of the day, I mean, here's two middle-aged men talking about like, you know, life and, th and things like that. I'll tell you, I got the answer to life. You want the, you want the answer to life? You know, choose to be happy and enjoy the ride. Like what? Like, and, and don't it, be right there. It, it's it's a choice. It, it is absolutely a choice, you know, and there you can, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what troubles you have faced, no matter what cards you have been dealt. Look, we all have our issues. All right. My mom right now literally just finished her 200 and let's see last week, I think it was 268th, 268th round of chemo going in wow. 268 days of chemo treatment. And she's an absolute fighter. Still go over there. She's happy to see the grandkids. She's, you know, she's been there. You just, you make life what it is and we can cry all day long about it. We can focus on the problems. Or we can take simple actions for exceptional results. What do you want for your business? And what do you want for your life? Because this, again, this course, it's not a, uh, it, it will change your, it will change your business, but more importantly, it will actually improve your life. I, I without you know, a doubt, 100% confident. I think that. the most important business skills are always life skills. Yeah. It's well, that's been my experience good. time and time again. Business is about people and life, right? That's what it is. I mean, even if you're selling widgets or products or whatever it is, you're, you're there to provide something for another individual. And that's, that's, that's what life is. It, it, it is, as you even, you know, eloquently point out, it's, it's about relationships, you know, that time, money, and energy towards developing those relationships. That's what you need. So, Jeff, I want you to leave us with a quote, one of your favorite quotes, something that just, uh, you know, the ones when you read them, it just reaches down and touches your soul. Leave us with that and then we'll. Oh boy. I, I, how many more hours do we have on this podcast? <laughs> Putting me on the spot. All right. Okay. Um, well, I'll leave you with two. Okay. I'll leave you with two just because it's over delivered under promise, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, I, one quote I like to live by my life just because I'm, I'm kind of an adventure seeker, um, live life, taste death. <laughs> okay. I, I, I like that just because, you know, to me, it's like, Hey, you got to live life, but you got to live a little bit on the edge, right? You've, you've got to, you've got to pursue those things that excite you, that scare you enough. If you're scared, you're on the right path. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it um, doesn't mean you need to be like going out and killing yourself, but you just got to kind of taste that little edge. So, so that's certainly just like a, a personal thing, but um, from a business perspective, I would say the most intentional always wins. Okay. The more, the more intentional that you are about life 
the more intentional you are about your business, the more plans you put into place, you're going to win. If you're intentional about what you're trying to do, you will win. You just need to know what you're going to be intentional about and putting the plan together. And look, if other people have done it and created it for you, just take the process and repeat it in your own thing. Cause there's a lot of people that have created some cool stuff that's, out there. That's Joe's way of saying, guys, go sign up for the freaking course. It's under so, 500 bucks. TBOD <laughs> 200. Come on, man. I mean, right. No, like that's, it's, Hey, Hey, and I tell you what, anybody who's listening to this, if they want to pay less for it, message me personally on Facebook and I'll, I'll talk to you about if you want to pay less for it or not. So you know? I, I know, I know right now, a couple of people are going to be messaging and you're going to be like, I'll do it if you pay me 50 bucks. <laughs> Money back guarantee. No, if I don't like it, I'll give you like, 50 bucks back. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you your money back. You know, like if you don't, if, if that's the thing, you, you pay under $500 for the course, you get your CE. If you absolutely hate it and you, you know what, fine. I'm not even going to ask you why you hate it. I just know that you probably didn't watch it and your team didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I'll give you your money back. I don't care. <laughs> oh, last thing I have to do before we sign off. Guys, um, I always do a disclosure for every single show. There are no financial interests between myself and Joe. I just happen to think he's a hell of a good guy and a great leader. And I, I highly I recommend you. you. <laughs> What's that? If I said, I, I have to pay you for the friendship. I have to buy you That's beers right. here and there and stuff well, like yeah. that, right? <laughs> as soon as you can travel again. I can't wait to to get to hang out and uh, and drink some hard liquor because I'm I'm in ketosis right now. I'm trying to lose those 40 extra pounds. But, I, uh, ah, good for you. That's it. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, we'll see. I love it. I actually talk about the physical side of uh, taking care of yourself in this uh, business course. Absolutely. You know, so. the funny thing is the only diet I've ever managed to do that I really, truly enjoy. It's the way I want to eat but we're told we're yeah. not supposed to eat. So, but it works for me. Anyway, no, no, no diet haters out there. So guys, you have wasted another hour and almost a half of your life listening to the sound of my voice babbling on and on. Thankfully, that dirge of sound was interrupted at times by the melodious tones of one Joe Mayo. Thank you for joining us again. Joe, thank you for sharing your time with us. And um, you're, you're amazing. thank you, Doc. I appreciate uh, your time as always. We'll see you guys on the next show. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dear Doc podcast, your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. Don't forget to subscribe to the Dear Doc podcast on all major platforms.